Right. Should we get him? Yeah, should we get cracking on it then? Yeah. Welcome, listener, once again, to the first anniversary edition of Footy from the Foot. 52 year, uh, weeks ago uh, today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just feels like it. We started doing this, and so, yeah, this is our first anniversary. It's coming to you close to the home of uh, football in San Diego, the Bluefoot Neighbourhood Bar and Lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I'm joined, as is customary right now, by the miracle of the internet, by the director of uh, football at Bluefoot, Rodney Styles. How are you, sir? I'm great. Happy anniversary, Paul. Happy anniversary to you, too. Um, it's strange that what we're going to be doing today is reviewing the season. We'll look back at the predictions that we made on our very first episode, which is bizarrely like a year ago, where we should, we should be <laughs> referencing our <laughs> first episode in this way, I don't think. Kind of nice little bit of bookending here, isn't it? So that's nice. Yeah, as the season ends, we finish our first year. <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? <laughs> uh, yeah, we should have been talking about, uh, uh, I don't know, the start of the new season, shouldn't we, at this point? But anyway, what we're doing this week then, we'll look back at the final round of Premier League games. We'll do some randomizer questions. The Mount Rushmore this week is of examples of great shithousery. Uh, we'll also yeah, have any other business. Look forward to some of the games that are happening next week as well. By that time, we'll get out of your way. Uh, as always, we want you to get involved. Footy from the foot at gmail.com and at Footy from Foot on Twitter and Instagram. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast and Google Play. If you're so inclined, please rate, review and subscribe. Thanks to those that have already done it. And uh, our website is, is footyfromthefoot.com. Well, should we have a look at the, um, the the round of games from last week? Yeah, we, well, we watched it together, didn't we? But the Freshwaters, we all brought our laptops so we could all watch the games that we're interested in. So it was a little bit of a replication of what you would do at Bluefoot for the final game of the season. Almost became like a really fun day, didn't it, really? But in yeah. terms of the games, it was a fun day. But, it was uh, a fun, wasn't it? A very fun yeah. day. <laughs> it was <laughs> but, kind of a, a little bit of a damn squib, the games, but soon, yeah, it was interesting the Bournemouth scored first in their game. They way too Everton. They pulled off a 3-1 win, I believe. I think everybody sort of jumped up when Grealish scored, didn't he, against West Ham, so... <laughs> started kicking off there a little bit, didn't it? Um, Watford going down 3-0 and then pegging it back to 3-2. It was a bit, yeah. of, a bit of a squeaker at the end when uh, West Ham equalised. I mean, how that goal goes in, by the way, it kind of loops off Grealish, doesn't it? Into... I know, he loops off Grealish. He scored the goal to keep him up, maybe, which was quite... <laughs> it they kind of... celebrate like they'd won the World Cup, though, um, Villa, hadn't they? He was, it was... I mean... Fair play. <laughs> absolutely fair play, I think, that... You know, they, they get to play in the Premier League next year, and that's that's going to be a great, great feeling, isn't it? And you know, yeah. And at one point, I think only a couple of weeks ago, they were seven points adrift. So astonishing, yeah. And they pulled ten points out of the last twelve. So yeah, congrats to them. Congrats to Simon, Jim, Chad, all them people we know and love, and um, Richie, Brian. <laughs> trying to reel off the names, I haven't seen them for about five months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great, isn't it? That, uh, and yeah. uh, it makes your life easier too, doesn't it? You don't have to find a separate stream for a championship game and all that kind of thing. So, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was the right result for everybody, that, so that's good. Regarding final Champions League places, Manchester United secured it by uh, beating Leicester 2-0. Even uh, Lingard scored, didn't he? So, right, right at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the last kick of the season, he gets his goal. And Chelsea beat Wolves 2-0. Pretty comfortable win, I think, really, wasn't it, for Chelsea in the end? But Wolves looked yeah. a little bit tired, didn't they? 
Menez. Well, I think he just had a newborn, didn't he, that week? And God oh, blimey, he looked like a, a new dad, didn't he, up there? He was like, yeah. quite had rings around his eyes. He looked knackered. Yeah. <laughs> a great free kick by Mount for the first goal. Oh, it was, I, yeah. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful free kick. Yeah. And Spurs, they celebrate. Well, Jose Mourinho celebrated with his backroom staff. Like, they'd won the league as well, finishing sixth. So, the 14th when he took over, he's, he's let, you know, he's finished in sixth place. So, we've got the Europa League now to look forward to, or not. Yeah, you got a one nil. Uh, sorry, one all draw with Palace, didn't you? Um, the weekend. Sort of out like the last day of the season, sort of game. Manchester City beat Norwich five nothing in predictable mm-hmm. style. Southampton won three one against Sheffield United. Brighton beat Burnley two one, and Liverpool beat Newcastle three one away from home. Yeah, so. and a little side word about Sheffield United. That, that was three games on the spin they lost at the end, and they actually finished ninth, which. Of course, they've got to be happy with it, but it was a little bit of a deflated balloon at the end, I think. You know what I mean? I hope that doesn't... Because the turnaround's going to be so quick now. A lot of these teams are going to take the form in, like Watford did after they got to the FA Cup final last season. And they took this horrendous run of form into this season, and it's resulted in relegation. So, so just to recap, it was Norwich, Bournemouth and Watford, who were the relegated teams in the Champions League, got to Manchester City, Liverpool, Chelsea and Manchester United with Leicester in fifth place going straight into the group stages of the Europa League. In sixth place, you are Tottenham Hotspur, who I believe have to do some kind of qualification rounds to get into the Champions League, the the Europa League, I think. And then it's all up in the air a little bit. Wolves are in seventh, but they're kind of relying really on Arsenal not winning the FA Cup to be automatically in Europa League for next season. That final is on Saturday at 10 o'clock. In terms of of end-of-season awards, Vardy got the golden boot, uh, Allison was had the Golden Glove, and I didn't even know that this was a thing. The Playmaker of the Year that won the most assists went to Kevin De Bruyne. Got so, nineteen, didn't he? I believe in the end. I, I suspect that uh, Trent Alexander Arnold was uh, pushing him hard in that regard. But Henderson, I think, got the Sports Writers Player of the Year. Yeah, um, for Liverpool. Fair news for that one. Well, should we review our predictions? I've been um, going through the archives to remind. Yes, I'd like to hear these actually. All right. <laughs> So, for the Champions League top four, you said it would be the same as the previous year, but with Mm -hmm. Arsenal swapping with Chelsea. So, Chelsea in fifth place, Arsenal getting into the top four. Yeah, did well there then. (laughs) Well, I did this, I think I I said I'm going to have the same as last year, top four, but that Spurs and Chelsea, so Spurs would be in third. Right. So, I didn't do that great either. So, Chelsea, we got three of the four, I suppose. Well done. (laughs) Um, of those that were going to be relegated, we had Sheffield United, Brighton. Both had those two teams going down. Yeah. And you said Bournemouth. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had Newcastle also going down, which, you know, they, I think they surprised everybody. They were pretty comfortable pretty, in the end. Yeah, and I think Steve Bruce, you know, a lot of turmoil behind the scenes. Obviously, now we know there's a lot more turmoil going on behind the scenes of that club. And... Um, I think he did a good job. Did all right. Well, it's funny. I was li- I was listening back to the, that first episode, and y- you're coming out with Newcastle United stats right, left, and centre. I remember, like, wow, I can't believe we've got like this. Uh, I think I mentioned Shelby as well, being happy that Steve Bruce was taking over as manager, and he had a pretty good season as well, to be fair. He had to nominate a surprise package. You went with Southampton, and in fairness, that that's a pretty decent pick. I mean, I know. Well, I'm going to give you a start on that nine 0 So since that nine 0 game that Leicester won which was the record away win, I think, in the Premier League. They've picked up 42 points, Leicester, and Southampton have picked up 44. Wow. 
And that, to me, is like the, one of the most incredible stats of the season, the turnaround, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they were relegation certainties after that, Southampton, in, you know, with the bookies and everything. Yeah. And the way he turned that club around, and they just keep winning. So that was good. My, my, my surprise package at the start of the season was West Ham United. And uh, yeah, less said about that, the better. <laughs> well, they, yeah. you know what? They've got a good team. And at the end, they, they were looking like the team they should have looked like. Yeah, they weren't very good. Took Moyes to uh, uh, come in and, uh, and shore things up. And uh, yeah, they could eventually survive at the very least. But uh, yeah, they did not play as I expected them to. We did mention that uh, we hope that there's, uh, that uh, Villa don't do a Fulham by buying a whole bunch of players and going down. They almost did that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also, our predictions for the FA Cup. You had Spurs winning the FA Cup. I had Wolves winning the FA Cup. Yeah, to be determined, I had Manchester City um, in the Champions League. What did, uh, you had Juve. You were, you were hoping that Juve would win. So, yeah. that's still on the cards. You know, not terrible. Not not good, but... Uh, <laughs> Crazy season, Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll put it down to that. Just before we move on to the next uh, section, SD Loyal beat uh, Las Vegas Lights at home last weekend. Really solid home win, and they top Division B, or Group B, in this truncated season that they're having. So that's, that's good for them. As always, uh, the Fairweather podcast for all of your SD Loyal uh, needs uh, with um, a friend of the show, Marissa. All right, we'll take a wee break there and we'll come back with questions from the randomizer. Okay, welcome back. Um, we'll fire up the randomizer. Okay, ooh, question one. Hoping this was going to come up. Teddy Sheridan. <laughs> All right, well, for the benefit of the listeners, uh, I should uh, actually say the question. Uh, footballer, who you'd like <laughs> <laughs> Football, you'd like to go for a quiet pint or a large night out with. So, I'm, uh, uh, Teddy Sheringham's a, a quiet night in, then, is it? Uh, I think it'd be a bit like me, middle of the road, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but I was thinking he'd be a fun geezer to go out with, do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he, he seems a bit of the life and soul, certainly. Yeah. Pat Nevin, he, <laughs> he's massively into his music. He's like okay. a DJ. He goes and DJs, doesn't he? And I so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like a, it goes around and does like in, like indie DJ night sort of thing. Wow! So I I could like chat away about kind of Manchester with uh, Pat Nevin. I think that that would be pretty. Cool. My sec my second choice would be Sol Campbell because things might go a bit south if we did that. <laughs> wow! And some podgy East End bar, you know. <laughs> I think a decent uh, that um, what's his face Mendy at City. I think he like that that'll be a lively night out. I suspect as well with with him. Uh-huh. Kind of like seems like a bit of a character. Yeah, probably Jack Grealish as well, but you might uh, get an Uber that night. Yeah, I'll be the DD. And I think also, like, at the, the pairing of Andy Robertson and uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold together, I think that would be a nice one. I mean, a, a pint, like, in a, in a boozer across the street from Anfield. I, I think yeah. that would be a fun time. I don't think they get served in America, though, would they? <laughs> True. <laughs> I haven't really, yeah. The logistics of this, I've not really thought through. I know, oh, come on, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Question. Question seven, what would you like to see the return of in football? Well, I think I'd like it to be a bit more of a contact sport again. Interesting. All right. What do you mean, like a siding challenge from behind? Is that yeah, yeah I think, I think we've, we, we've, it's all gone a little bit too, too light-high, hasn't it? The tackling and everything getting pulled back and stuff, I think. Yeah, and I'd like VAR to go out of football as well, to be honest with you, and like just rely on the referee doing his job. Yeah, um, 
Cool. It's interesting how lots of people have gone full circle on the idea of, like, well, you know, at the end of the day, it's one person's making the decision and doing the best that they can. It does seem like they've made a, an awful hash of, of all of this, doesn't it? Really? Well, no, there's some of the decisions, Paul. I mean, yeah, and when, you, when you're looking at a ball brushing, possibly a shoulder or, or a foot, you know, for a penalty or whatever, it's like, no, this isn't what football is, is it? It's, it's not that game. It's, it's quick. It's the referee makes a decision, and we all moan about it in the boozer at the end of the night. But at the end of the day, we all put up with it. But the VAR seems to have brought more anger into people now. I think it's because that it should be the final say on it, and it just isn't, is it? So, no, it's actually made it worse, which is a quite incredible feat that VAR has managed to pull off. Do you know what I miss is a tricky winger. You don't really get like someone dribbling with the ball anymore, do you? I know what you mean. Yeah, it was like the Aaron Lennon days when he first came to Spurs. He, he had that in him a little bit. You had your, your, your Ryan Giggs going down the wing. Andre Kinchelski yeah. was another one, wasn't he? No, that, I was just, because you don't even call it dribbling anymore. It's like, oh, he's, he's got a little bit of a dribble there. You call it, uh, he beat his man. Like, no, it's like, you don't even call it dribbling anymore. So I, I, I want dribbling to come back. Yeah, that, that's a good one. And you used to get the little uh, bibs for babies, didn't you? I'm the best dribbler at White Hart Lane. <laughs> you know, I love that little tie-in with the bibs. I, was, I, I think I bought my little brother one a couple of times, you know? Talking of, like, the rosettes. Uh-huh. Never see a rosette, not even at an FA Cup final anymore. No. And I'm, I'm, I'm bringing rosettes back. I remember okay. wearing one when Bolton played Torquay in the Ship of Antropy final in 1989. I don't think I've seen one since, rosette. I think rosettes are cool. So I know you've said that as well about FA Cup. I think that the semi-finals shouldn't be at Wembley either. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. I think it takes away. And I think the FA Cup should be 3 o'clock on a Saturday, like we used to have. A lot about the FA Cup. And there's going to be no replays next season in the FA Cup, which is going to screw a lot of little teams, man. Yeah. With the game receipts. Because, you know, a draw. Yeah. And going back to, like, say, Manchester United, Arsenal, all these big clubs. I mentioned Arsenal in a big club there. Drunk. Um, <laughs> Chelsea, Manchester City, Liverpool. They could fund two years on that one night. So I think that's really sad. I get it because of the amount of fixtures we got now. They have to do something and something has to give. But I can see them keeping that in there with the replays. My final one about something you'd like to see the return of. Following games on teletext, that was always fun. When you couldn't follow, there was no, like, soccer, soccer Saturday, you know, all you could do was follow it on teletext. Like, refresh the page and, uh, yeah, see if your team had scored and all that. So, that was a story about this. It, was, I, it must have been in the eighth. I think it was just after Christmas. It was one fixture. Tottenham were away to Charlton. And I had it on for the whole 90 minutes on CFAX. And right in the last second of the game, it flashed up, Charlton scored. And I was just like, fudge. <laughs> I, I was just lying on the sofa for the whole game and staring at the TV. Well, that was it because it would refresh. <laughs> had it been like one page of two, suddenly it would like change to one page of three. So you, yeah. someone had scored, you just didn't know who it was yet until... It, cycled around so yeah and if a team scored more than three goals it was just it was, you'd have like eight pages at the end wouldn't you yeah <laughs> trying to go through all the yeah I, horrible but that one game it was only one game that day as well that time and I just remember hanging out looking at the TV and then they scored in the last second challenge I'll find out the year for you it was what awful a waste of an afternoon yeah what a waste alright we'll call it uh, for the randomizer, and then we'll move over to the Mount Rushmore of shit hosiery this is a big one mate I found searching this really, really fun. Shithousery is kind of like going above and beyond 
what is necessary to make sure that the opposition do not uh, win or score. And yeah, this was fun, kind of having a dig into all the various different things. I don't know if it stopped the team winning or anything, but it was the four-year grudge that Roy Keane had on Haaland for when he did his knee in a tackle yeah. when Haaland was played. Alfie Ingerhal, and people have probably know him better as being the father of the Dortmund striker Haaland now, who's tearing up, tearing up the football world. I think Roy Keane went on a, a horrible tackle on him and did his cruise ligament in his knee. Four years later, Haaland was playing for City in the Manchester derby. And uh, you, you can find the footage quite easily. And Keane, I think with like five minutes of the game to go, finished his career, didn't he? He went yeah. to injure him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, um, absolutely shocking, really. Yeah. Red card as well, wasn't it? It was... Um, well, he, he almost sent himself off, didn't he? I think he didn't even wait for the, for the ref to show him the case. He like, just started walking off, I think, didn't he? Well, I watched the footage again this morning and it's probably one of the worst tackles I've ever seen because he doesn't go anywhere. He actually goes. I don't care what he says now. I didn't go out to break his leg. If you're going in like that, you're breaking the guy's leg. My first one is when uh, Graham Sunas uh, was manager of Galatasaray in Turkey and they beat their local rivals Fenerbahce. Before he leaves the field after winning the game, he plants a Galatasaray flag right in the centre spot of Fenerbahce's pitch. How he got out of that ground <laughs> in one piece. You know what? That, that is the citadel of chaos, isn't it? That ground. You know what I mean? The cauldron of fire, whatever you want to call it. Bravery or stupidity, but he, he pulls it off really well. He like plants it, bang, goes straight in the ground, and then like he legs it off the field. Wowie. Well done, mate. That was it. Uh... Yeah, well done, mate. Yeah, you're still living and breathing to tell the story. <laughs> well, I'm going to nominate the entire career of Sergio Ramos. <laughs> the Salah thing during the Champions League final a couple of years ago. And then when he went up to receive an award, like a UEFA award, he kind of taps Salah on the shoulder, doesn't he? The one yeah. that he kind of dislocates or whatever it was. It's like, there you go, kid. Yeah, I've just won an award. You see that sort of thing. Oh, taking yellow cards, could yeah. get a suspension. He's been sent off. 25 times. It's insane, isn't it? <laughs> You'd love him in your team, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> 100% you would have him. <laughs> That's the best bit about it. I have to give a special mention to another centre-half as well, Sol Campbell. But we won't go into that now. The ultimate shithousery. That really is, yeah. Kind of yeah. I think I've toyed with this one. Because I, I still love the thing, you know, you took one for the team, but Suarez in the World Cup, because I think we've talked about it before. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. No, this is that, that's this is like almost the pinnacle. Yeah, you're absolutely dead right. It's not so much the handball, it's the way he celebrates the penalty misses, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he should only get the shower at this point, but no, yeah. like, the penalty gets missed. He's like giving it the whole get in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I admire it because it's your country and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, it, 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 you know, the emotion of that moment. I mean, another one as well was Schumacher going through on Platini. I always remember that. I mean, he completely railed. I didn't even get a booking. I don't even think it was a free kick, was it? I don't think he even got a free kick, no. I don't no. think he got a free kick out of it. He just, it, was, oh, it, was, it was a proper knee into the face, wasn't it? I don't think it was Platini, though. But I wasn't knowing you're probably right. I, yeah, I always have Platini in my head. Uh, for context, it's the uh, like 82 World Cup, uh, Schumacher's the uh, goalkeeper for Germany and the ball's put through, Schumacher kind of rushes out of his area and absolutely clatters into the uh, French forward who like loses like several teeth, I think, in the challenge, doesn't he? Yeah, it's absolutely brutal kind of collision. <laughs> uh, the fella's carted off and yeah, not even a yellow card or anything, was there? And another shithousery moment was Rivaldo. He's about to take a corner and the, the, the ball hit him on the leg and yeah. he got down clutching his face and it was just like one of the... Oh. Brazil had been awarded a, a corner and I think Brazil were taking a time over it. 
someone encourages him to get on with it by kicking a ball in his general direction, it kind of hits him like tops, like kneecap, doesn't it? And then yeah. he yeah. bats his face as though he's been absolutely... Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Horrible, horrible moments. Any time a player gets sent off because the players, the, the opposing player has done something to get you sent off. I think it happened to Frank LeBeuf. He missed the World Cup final, didn't he? Because Village went down. Laurent Blanc, thank you, not LeBeuf, thank you for that one, yeah, Blanc, I mean, what a, what a legend of the game, and he misses the World Cup final, because I think it was Bilic, it went down, and that, that was a complete horrible one, we have to give mention of Zidane as well, don't we? Which kind of mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I think, didn't we, um, as, yeah. as a stimulus for this thing. We could talk for hours on this one, Paul. <laughs> oh, yeah, also, the, the career of Diego Costa, as well, just on the field to wind folk up with that one, isn't it, yeah, so. Yeah, you'd have, again, you'd have him in your team, though, on the bench, love it. Cool. Excellent. We'll, we'll leave it there and then we'll come back and we'll just have a little look forward to some of the things happening next week. Little notes for your diary sort of thing. Okay, yeah. So, upcoming games. Uh, the big one on uh, this weekend is Arsenal versus Chelsea in the FA Cup final at Wembley. It's on Saturday. Yeah, th- I don't know. Is this going to be a good game? I don't know. Don't know. No crowd. Um, I think Chelsea will win this game. I think they've got a little bit too much for Arsenal at the moment. Um, although I did predict, I think everybody predicted the opposite of the semi. So I predict 3-1 at Chelsea. But I wouldn't be surprised if Arsenal won 3-1. So I can't call the game. Arsenal pull out a performance like uh, they did against City in the semis, then uh, they'll go into this thinking they're going to be able to win it. I mean, if David Luiz yeah. goes up like he did against Man City, different player, wasn't he? Yeah, totally different player. And, and testament to Arteta for that, actually, to be fair. And um, But Chelsea, they blow hot and cold, don't they? I think they lost 12, 13 Premier League games this season. So, much like the season before, nobody seemed to want them to get into the top four. I think that's... Yeah, everyone's fine yeah. not to have it. So, yeah. Yeah. Sad for Leicester as well. Not getting it, by the way. I'll call out to that supporters group. Um, when you've been in there since September, October, lose out like that is it's pretty harsh. And um, But they had injuries. But I think Madison has signed a new contract. 2024, so good news there for them. Yeah, and they really missed him towards the end of the season there, I think, didn't they? A little bit of creativity in midfield um, was missing, I think, uh, towards towards the back end. Of the season. Definitely, and there's an interesting bit of gossip going around today, which I actually intrigues me a little bit. I can see it happening. Apparently, they're going for Danny Ings. I also, they were in for Coutinho as well. I've read that as well. I think it's a toss-up between Arsenal, Tottenham and Leicester. For your diary, uh, the Championship playoff final is on Tuesday. Um, we already know that Brentford are going to be involved in that. And what a good comeback by them. Brilliant. And I don't know whether you caught any of that game yesterday. It was. I, 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 I lost my ESPN account, but I listened to it on the radio. So I was two quick fire goals. Honestly, a really good, fun game. Like free flowing, everyone playing, like hair was on fire. Really, really fun game. Like a bit of a throwback to the old uh, sort of championship playoff games um, of old. Yeah, totally sounded that way. Um, and Fulham, they're about to play. For context, we are recording this Thursday morning. They are 2 0 up currently against Cardiff, and they are playing at home today. So it could be an all West London final come Tuesday. Yeah, and I'd take either of them teams going up, to be honest, Fulham or Brentford. Way towards Brentford, because I think it's been 123 years. They've got a new stadium they're moving into. Mm-hmm. That'll be a fun one, I think. You know, you, you know, it's, I, I'd swap Bournemouth out for Brentford. What else? We've got San Diego Loyal playing at home against Sacramento Republic. And uh, so, yeah, I think that's 5pm. I think you can watch that on either CW or ESPN+. Plus. Then there's actually the return of European football on Wednesday. Man United play the final leg of their tie against Lask. They're 5-0 up currently uh, in that one. Mm-hmm. And then on Thursday, uh, again, the, the second leg of the ties, 
Dale Leverkusen are at home to uh, Rangers. Um, Rangers are currently 3-1 down in that one. And then at 12 noon, Wolves are at home to Olympiacos, and it's one apiece after the first leg in that. Now, remind me, the winners of this still go into the Champions League, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's up for grabs then, isn't it? Big time. I mean, they've got a terrible draw. If they get past Olympiacos, Wolves, I think it's either Roma or Sevilla, isn't it? They've got in the next round, so tough, tough fixture. I can see Nuno, and it's only one game, remember, as well. Yeah, so. Totally, and it is a knockout event now, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, after this, yeah, yeah. team tournament play, yeah, so all of that really starts going, all right, we'll take a quick break there, and then we'll come back with any other business. All right, any other business? Yeah, it's just been announced, though, Paul, that Newcastle, the takeover, has been called off. Kind of uh, bad news for the Geordies. <laughs> Yeah. Or is it a good thing, maybe? I don't know. I don't think it's a good thing. I mean, I, I'm definitely of the opinion that this might not be an entirely bad thing. But also, my, I just feel for the Newcastle fans because this was what was happening to my club about uh, 18 months to two years ago where people were claiming that they got it through and it hadn't done and then it kind of like just spirals out of control and no one knows what's happening. That's got to be awful. And also, yeah, I think Nathan Ake, if we're doing... He's just gone to Manchester City, hasn't he, from, from Bournemouth for 40 million. We'll see what happens there. I think um, they're going to lose another player in Callum Wilson because it looks like he's odds on to go to Spurs for around 10 million, which initially I thought was like a crazy deal. But for 10 million, I suppose you'd... I mean, yeah. he played for England once, didn't he? So Yeah, he scored for England. I think... And I, uh, you, you text me when you heard about this, and I, I, I kind of still think that if you've got Harry Kane as your lone striker, you're not going to get anybody that's like absolutely elite because yeah. no one's going to sit in the bench. So, I mean, I think we're going to be getting Ryan Fraser as well from Bournemouth. So, yeah, he's right. on a free transfer though, so. Wow, really yeah. out moneyballing it. This, well, yeah, that's, yeah. I think, well, I think we just finished recording when this news broke last time, uh, last week, that Jake Bellingham's Birmingham City shirt has been retired. Well, I, I thought I saw an altitude sickness at this point. Well, I mean, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It, <laughs> it's really, really odd, isn't it? Like, yeah. I, don't, I just don't particularly get it. I mean, it's a lovely tribute to a young player, but I just that's super strange, isn't it? I've never heard of anything like it before either, really. Yeah, I'm staggered. <laughs> I don't know really what to say about it, but yeah. You understand uh, Bobby Moore's shirt being retired at West Ham, can't you? You kind of get that one. Well, he's played 42 times, I think it was. Just 40-odd times. 44. 44. I mean, I, it's kind of fun. We can do what they want, I suppose, but... Oh, come on. I've got nothing else to say about it unless I want to swear a lot, so it's just like... Strange thing. Very but, strange. Uh, are thinking about taking legal action about the, the goal that never was against Villa in the first game of the lockdown, when lockdown came back, or the ball was smuggled over the line and wasn't picked up by Hawkeye. They're considering it. They have not yeah. said that they are or not yet, but that seems like a... It also sounds like a, a question that we can do on the randomizer of things that you would like to erase from history. Yeah, yeah you could also say you could take legal action against Harry Wilson for missing that last minute chance against Spurs when he was put in through the resave. So, yeah, exactly. Can we have you want to go down that road? Yeah, go on. <laughs> Next week, we're going to have a review with all of our supporters groups, um, a little bit like how we did it last time at the restart. We had everybody on, and we're going to uh, loop back with them, see how it all turned out for them. I think, for the most part, our clubs have done not too badly, really, have they? I mean, 
I think most people have achieved what they've set out to do. Did he finish second again? Champions League chance. They won the League Cup. Wolves had a great season considering how many games. Villa stayed up. Yeah. <laughs> and Leicester, you know, they'd have taken fifth at the beginning. <laughs> they would have done. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Look forward to that uh, next week. We had the last of the round of predictor games and Charlie did the, the listeners proud. He got two results bang on and two other results meaning that they all end up on 122 points, six points ahead of me, um, and then maths I'm not willing to do live on air in front of uh, uh, Rod. So, so well done to the listeners. It just shows that obviously we know nothing, and uh, yeah. <laughs> all so, the yeah. game's gone crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the game's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not us. it's not us, mate. It's listeners. Thank you, everybody, for uh, like, uh, joining in with all of that. We'll, we'll start that up again next, next season in a couple of weeks' time, I suppose. Congrats to you for doing this with me for a year. <laughs> yeah, well, we've, we've got uh, the same shirts. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We, we decided that we were going to wear the same shirts that we did the first podcast in. So, uh, yeah, yeah. For, the, for the benefit of the, of the tape, uh, we are wearing the same exact shirts <laughs> from last time. There you go. We so, still wear them after the lockdown. Come on. I mean, that's it, yeah. <laughs> it's a little tighter, I don't have to admit. Long polyester, like old shirts, like I'm absolutely sweating. Not the most comfortable, is it, mate? <laughs> no. Okay. Thanks to everybody who's taken part in everything. Um, thanks to the Blue Foot crew. Thanks to like the Bayern Munich crew. They had a great season again. We didn't mention them. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So they won. They won the double again, didn't they? Up for the Champions League as well. So it's been a crazy year, Paul. <laughs> It really has. I mean, yeah, so I'll put up a, a photograph of the kind of compare and contrast of the two photographs. And yeah, the fact that we're actually doing this online speaks volumes as well. So, all right, well, I'll round it up, up and uh, get in contact. Footy from the foot at gmail.com and at footy from foot. Uh, again, uh, suggestions for future talking points. Let us know how you think your club got on as well this year. Uh, we're always interested to hear about all that. Um, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play and Overcast, as well as SoundCloud dot com slash footy from the foot uh, to access all of your previous podcasts and footy from the foot uh, dot com is our website uh, tell some friends thanks to david sankster again for our theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear um, and he is on twitter at one in 20 parkinson's if you want to show your appreciation to your bluefoot bartenders uh, you can on bluefootbar.com and you can also buy the the t-shirts that go um, to help the servers in these weird times. Yeah. Already. yeah, that's great. I love that. I love that t-shirt. Yeah, very good. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it. So yes, thank you, dear listener. And uh, let's do this again next Thursday. Bye.